From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un says Pyongyang has no intent to avoid war on the Korean peninsula as he calls South Korea the principal enemy. President Yoon Suk-yeol pledges to accelerate the redevelopment of apartment complexes aged 30 years or more through eased eligibility requirements. And main opposition Democratic Party leader Lee Jae-myung leaves the hospital after being stabbed last week by a suspect who purportedly sought to prevent his election as president. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Tom McCarthy. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un reportedly said that he has no intention of avoiding war as he called South Korea the principal enemy. The state-run Korean Central News Agency reported on Wednesday that Kim made the remarks as he was visiting munitions factories Monday and Tuesday, saying that the North will not unilaterally start a war on the Korean peninsula, but will not shy away from conflict either. The regime leader warned that if the South attempts to use military force against North Korea or threaten its sovereignty and security, his country will not hesitate to annihilate the South by mobilizing all means and forces. The KCNA said Kim called for the enhancement of the North's military capabilities for self-defense as well as its nuclear war deterrence, accusing the enemy state of inciting confrontation and arms buildup. North Korea has been ramping up its hostile rhetoric against South Korea since Kim called for accelerated war preparations in a year-end major party meeting last month. The Unification Ministry on Wednesday slammed North Korean leader Kim Jong-un's recent reference to South Korea as the principal enemy of the regime. The ministry said Kim continued to reveal his ambition to unify the Korean peninsula by force with mentions of war during the visits to major munitions factories this week. It went on to say that North Korea has persistently attempted to ratchet up military tensions on the peninsula, including threats of armed provocations, since the beginning of the year while instilling hostility among its people toward South Korea. The unification ministry called such moves an old-fashioned tactic to try and shake up South Korean society. It further urged Pyongyang to immediately stop its reckless military threats and psychological warfare against Seoul, adding that the government will respond resolutely to any provocations and consistently pursue the normalization of inter-Korean relations based on principles. The top security officials of South Korea and the U.S. have discussed developments related to North Korea, including its increasing military cooperation with Russia and its recent provocations along the demilitarized zone. According to the White House, South Korea's National Security Office Director Chang Ho-jin and U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan held such discussions over the phone on Tuesday. The top office said the two officials condemned in the strongest possible terms Pyongyang's transfer of ballistic missiles to Moscow and their use against Ukraine as a violation of multiple UN Security Council resolutions that further raise the suffering of the Ukrainian people. They also said the transfer and use of these weapons undermines the global non-proliferation regime and has significant security implications for Europe, the Korean Peninsula, and the Indo-Pacific region. In the wake of deepening cooperation between Pyongyang and Moscow, the two officials vowed to continuously engage in close cooperation in support of Ukraine and its people, with maintaining close collaboration on shared security challenges to bolster peace and security across the Indo-Pacific region and around the globe. 
listening to the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul, Korea. President Yoon Suk-yeol has vowed to allow rundown houses over 30 years old to be rebuilt without a safety inspection. The president made the pledge on Wednesday at a public forum on housing in Goyang, Yeonggi Province, as part of drastic deregulations on redevelopment and reconstruction his government will seek. He seemingly criticized the influence of political ideology by past administrations on housing regulations and policies, including stringent rules applied to redevelopment eligibility, which were deemed to accelerate price hikes. The president said such policies actually led to soaring housing prices amid supply shortages, with the public bearing the brunt. Yoon also expressed his intent to remove heavy taxes on owners of multiple homes, saying that it is truly wrong to criticize those people as immoral and to impose punitive taxes. The president said industries will not develop and the working and middle class will suffer if heavy taxes are levied on ownership. Main opposition Democratic Party Chair Lee Jae-myung was discharged from the hospital on Wednesday, eight days after he was attacked. As he stepped out of Seoul National University Hospital, he told reporters that he is sorry to the public for causing concern, adding that he will spend the rest of his life working for the people. He then expressed sincere hope that the latest attack against him will serve as a turning point in ending politics of hate and confrontation and restoring politics of mutual respect and coexistence. The DP chief stressed that the war-like politics in which one side aims to kill the other must end. He was stabbed in the neck last Tuesday by a man in his 60s while inspecting the site of delayed construction for a new airport on Gadok Island in Busan. He received emergency treatment and was transported to the Busan National University Hospital before being airlifted to Seoul National University Hospital where he underwent surgery and was hospitalized. The suspect in the stabbing of main opposition Democratic Party leader Lee Jae-myung appears to have perpetrated the attack in a bid to prevent the party chief from becoming president. In a briefing on the final investigation results, the Busan Metropolitan Police Agency said Wednesday that the man in his 60s surnamed Kim committed the crime because he felt that the DP leader was not being properly punished as his trial was delayed. The police added that after an examination of seized items and a digital forensics investigation, as well as a call history and trace analysis, Kim had no accomplice. The police earlier arrested a suspected accomplice in his 70s who promised to send the suspect's so-called excuse note to the media and the suspect's family after the crime was committed, but was released shortly after. Earlier on Wednesday, the suspect was referred to the prosecution on charges of attempted murder. He told reporters that he is sorry for causing concern and that he planned the attack alone. A group of lawmakers of the main opposition Democratic Party has announced that they are leaving the party as their calls for reform and change of the party went unheeded. Representatives Cho Eun-chun, Lee Won-uk, and Kim Jong-min announced the decision at the National Assembly on Wednesday morning, saying that the current DP led by Lee Jae-myung cannot pass judgment on the Yoon Suk-yeol administration's self-righteousness and incompetence with an election victory. The three lawmakers are members of an anti-Lee group called Principle and Common Sense, along with Representative Yoon Young-chan, who decided not to defect. 
Criticizing the DP chair for failing to respond to sincere advice from former prime ministers, the three lawmakers said that public distrust of politicians with the privileges of officeholders has passed the limit and the innovation engine within existing political parties has died. Stressing the need for a new political force, the trio called for politics that promote public unity to change the world and expressed willingness to join hands with any who are ready to give up their privileges. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index fell 19.29 points, or 0.75% on Wednesday, to close at 2,514.98. The tech-heavy Kosdaq also fell, losing 9.18 points, or 1.04%, to close at 875.46. On the foreign exchange, the local currency fell 4.41 against the U.S. dollar, to close at 1,320.11. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul. I'm Tom McCarthy. Thank you.